Hi everyone and welcome back to the abstract presented to you by the Western Sphere Research Conference. Today we have a wonderful team interview with our logistics team and we're just going to be going over our conference, what to look out for and things you, you would expect at the conference. So we're going to be going over the schedule, different activities and things like that. So my name is Janica. I am the creative lead at The Abstract and the VP of External at the WSRC. My name is Sakdeep. I'm the logistics director for this year. I'm in my fourth year in the Fist Farm program. My name is William. I am a logistics executive this year and I'm in my second year of MedSci. I'm Kalia. I'm a logistics executive as well and I'm also a second year MedSci. Wonderful. So we're going to start off with an icebreaker question we usually do in most of our interviews. It is, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? Um, I'll go first. Um, my answer is pretty consistent. I always go with the giraffe. Um, and the reason being is because I'm really short. So I want to experience the world from a different angle. <laughs> I, I think I get that. really like lost in crowds. So I think it would give me an advantage that I normally don't have. <laughs> I guess I can go next. I think my animal would be a monkey because my favorite emoji is like the monkey. That's like, it's like sitting and it looks like it's like cooing. <laughs> it looks really funny. And I think it's so funny and I wish I could be it. So yeah, I think my answer would be monkey. Um, I would have to be an owl because like, I feel like I'm already a bit of a night owl myself. So it's an easy transition into an animal and also like flying. I like have to pick one that flies. I think that's so cool. Gosh, love those answers. And if anyone wants to know, I would probably be a cheetah just so I can run to class um, because we have a huge campus. I could definitely have had the speed of a cheetah when I had like, I lived in Elgin and I had class at Spence Eng. So mm. it was an 8.30 class too. No. So that was uh, an interesting morning. At least you walked to class. Like in my first year, I lived in Perth. I took the bus exclusively because <laughs> I am lazy. <laughs> I would always get scared to take the bus because sometimes it like just goes ahead because there's so many people on the bus. And so I, I, get, I get a little nervous there. Yeah. But yeah, that was our fun question. And moving on to more of an event-based question. Um, what is our platform for this year and what's the schedule looking like for, for the conference? Yeah, so we're really excited for the platform we're using. We're using Hopin. Hopefully it'll give a break from Zoom from, for everyone. Um, and we have a two-day event again. Um, I think virtual events allow us to kind of have a little bit more freedom. So we are having a two-day event um, on April 2nd and April 3rd um, from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. And we have really exciting things planned. So on our second day, we have a keynote speaker. Uh, we also have several workshops organized by our research team. Um, to bring a unique aspect that we haven't had before. We also have a high school case competition uh, to garner an interest in research um, for, for, for the youth. So we're really excited about all of those things. And obviously, as with every single year, we have our poster presentation and oral presentations. Um, so yeah, we're really excited. Wow, super fun things planned out. And the date for the conference is April 2nd to 3rd from 1 to 5 p.m. if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, that is correct. Wonderful. And 
would you be able to tell us a bit about the keynote speaker? I'm, I'm really interested. Is it Dr. John Small? Yeah, so this year we have Dr. John Small um, as our keynote speaker. Uh, he is a Canadian ecologist and he founded and co-directed the Paleoecological Environmental Assessment and Research Lab. So he'll be talking a little bit about how we can use um, the past to kind of garner uh, future research and come up with unique and innovative ways to um, come up with solutions for climate change. And just to garner some interest in that uh, research field for students uh, who will be attending. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. And it's good to see like there's some connection with the case comp because our theme is climate change this year. Mm -hmm. So if you are a high school student presenting so um, or even attending the case comp, it'll be nice to, to take a look at our keynote speaker, Dr. John Small, um, so you can get more insights on, on climate change. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. So who can attend this conference? basically anybody who wants to um like even though this is an undergraduate research conference anybody who wants to join we have different ticket types for general attendees and judges and presenters yeah open to all who want to come and at any time too you don't have to go from all one to five hop in whenever amazing so um Make sure to register with the link in the description so you can attend and get our, I think, are we sending all the descriptions on like registering um, for those who are general attendees? Yeah, so uh, if you sign up uh, on the forum, you'll get uh, detailed instructions on how to sign up on Hopin um, and how the conference day will look uh, for you and how you can attend. So definitely um, sign up as soon as possible so you get those instructions um, as soon as possible. And I'm guessing there's a lot of opportunities for general attendees and presenters and high school students to really engage with the conference. Um, so what are some of those engagement opportunities you'd like everyone to know about? Yeah, so I think we mentioned already the keynote speaker. So Dr. John Small will be speaking on the second day. So that's one big thing that um, I think we encourage everyone to attend as it'll be a super interesting talk, I'm sure. Um, we also have a ton of workshops. I'm not sure if we elaborated earlier, but we do have a graduate career panel, um, a medical school panel, a translational medicine panel, and also a workshop on research and communication. So all of these, um, all of these workshops will be held at different times, and um, they're sure to be interesting. So I definitely encourage everybody to check those out. I think we also have a ton of networking. So because of we're using the uh, Hopin platform. Um, it's very easy to reach out to anybody and network with them. You can reach out through them with them um, through chat or you can just like message anybody. We also have chat features on all of our um, all of our sessions and stages and such. So yeah, um, networking is definitely a big thing that we can do. And there was one more thing that I wanted to talk about, which was the um, presenter the presenters. So we do have a ton of presenters presenting their work. They're sure to be very interesting and they're in all different uh, subjects. So we have lots of science, lots of social science, um, econ, there's tons of opportunities to listen to those presentations. And because of the platform we're using, you can just jump around and listen to um, whoever you want. There's, um, we're gonna have uh, sessions that you can just jump between and just check out what's going on. The networking feature was one of my favorite parts of Hopin. And I really liked how you could really talk to basically anyone at random and really listen in on, you know, whether it's research or just like how they got into research, things like that. It's, it's a really good um, feature to use once you're at the conference. 
-hmm. So um, how will the conference look like if you are a presenter versus general attendee or a high school student? Yeah, so again, we have a lot of different opportunities for our general attendees. Um, you can attend either on day one or day two or both, whatever your schedule looks like. So it's very flexible. Um, and also for general attendees, you're able to go through, um, kind of pick out your interest. Um, again, our research conference values itself on being multidisciplinary and I think this year more than ever we have really really unique research projects so you're able to as we are using Hopin go around as much as possible like a real event where you're able to go around and look at posters so I think that is going to be a really unique experience for our general attendees um, we also have workshops for everyone to attend and they won't be uh, taking place at the same time as our other presentations to allow a chance for the presenters as well to experience those um, and connect with uh, individuals who have gone through the experience. So for our med school panel, as well as our grad student uh, workshop, if you are looking to go into those field in the future, it would be a great opportunity to connect with someone who's gone through it, ask any questions that you might have, and also connect with them in the end. And I think for our high school students, it would be really exciting. So they'll be able to go through all of the uh, presenters, poster presentations and oral presentations. Again, we've kept the time separate so, to allow them the chance to go through that. Um, and then we have our case competition at the end so they can apply some of the things they maybe learned through those presentations and through the workshops as well, uh, apply those to their own presentation and, and use those skills in the future as well. Uh, and maybe hopefully we'll see them at our research conference as poster presenters in the future. So really exciting opportunities like throughout the event days. Wow, amazing things happening. What are some of the elements of the conference is everyone excited about? I can go first. Um, so this year, I'm really excited about the workshops that we're holding. Um, it's the first year we're doing something like that. So I am really, really excited to see how that goes. Um, I know like when I was in first or second year, I was really scared about kind of future careers and how to get that information. So I think talking to people who've gone through that process before um, and getting that advice from them is going to be really beneficial for our attendees and, and students at large. So I'm really, really excited to see what that brings. Um, I can go. I'm, even though we don't have a specified time for networking, I'm most excited about that, I think, just because especially online, it can be so nerve wracking to just text somebody or like start a conversation up with somebody who you admire in your field. And I think anything that makes it easier to do that. And with Hopin, it's so easy to do that even more is something that I'm looking forward to, I think. Mm. I think the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is seeing um, all the multidisciplinary research being done. I know a lot of the time um, when we think about like research, we think just like science, just like biology, chemistry, kind of physics. Um, but it's definitely going to be super interesting to see all the different fields and all the research that's being done um, in different ways too, because I know in sciences, we have a specific way of doing things. And I'm sure in other in other disciplines, there are other ways to do research and there's different formats, different methods and all of that. So yeah, definitely interested in seeing how broad research um, stretches across like disciplines. Yeah, wonderful. And I'm not biased or anything, but I really am excited to see the high school competition, um, the case comp, uh, because we've been working with these students over the course of like, like a week or so right now, at least. Um, and it's really exciting to see how like the progress they've made into like presenting these projects or these um, cases. So that's going to be something I'm excited for.
Wonderful. So throughout the throughout the months that you've uh, done the planning for the conference, what's something you learned? It could be a lesson or a skill from being part of the team that you believe more people should learn eventually or in life. Yeah, so I think um, I've learned like communication and making sure that you have open communication in a team uh, with a team that's so large as WSRC, it's really important to make sure you know what's going on. And, and by having an open form of communication, it really allows you to ensure that you're not missing out on anything. And since we, like I mentioned, we have a lot going on with the case competition and the workshops, and there's a lot of different stakeholders who are kind of organizing this event. So just ensuring that we're communicating with them and ensuring that all of their needs are being heard and taken into account when we are planning this event uh, was really important and I definitely was able to enhance my communication skills I think. I think one skill that I think was very important for us was timeliness so especially like right now everything is going at a very rapid pace we have tons of things we need to do as we approach the conference and so I think one of the biggest things we need to keep in mind is that we always have to be on time we have to follow deadlines and of course, be early if possible. So I definitely think that's one of the biggest skills that I learned this year. Um, for me, I feel like before I kind of joined WSRC, like as an undergrad, like a second year, it was so nerve wracking trying to get into research and like kind of understanding all the components of it. And I just like, feel like this is a way that I've been able to get a foot in the door and just be able to understand it even more. And I know William mentioned it's the multidisciplinary part of it is just something that as a science student, it was hard to consider before, but seeing like all of these presenters and all of from so many subjects and programs, it's really a good, like it's a good lesson to kind of look at how broad research is and more than I ever thought it would be. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. So what's something that surprised you after you joined the committee? Um, yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was definitely um, how much organization that you need to plan such a large event. Um, and a lot of these deadlines that we have to set for ourselves. So it's easier to, you know, put it off to the last minute. And I'm a huge procrastinator in my personal life. So I like doing things the night before. And that is something that we cannot do um, because so many people are relying on the communication and instructions from our team. So making sure you're setting like stern deadlines for yourself is so important. And I, I think I've definitely developed that as I've gone through, um, through this process. So yeah, that's something I think I'll take and something that surprised me. I think one thing that definitely pleasantly surprised me was how tight-knit our like team is. Um, I love spending time with everybody on the team and I know that like after our meetings, um, our, our weekly meetings, we always spend like sometimes like up to like an hour just like talking with each other and and I know it's very difficult on Zoom to like have a conversation and like um, meet everybody and stuff but like I think for sure that like everybody on this team is so tight-knit so outgoing and I think that's something that really surprised me and was really um, really a good thing that I, I enjoyed a lot. I think for me like kind of the same thing as the team how big our team is and how, how many components there are like I swear I still don't know what half of the things that people are doing like this week because it's just so much work to plan this and you know research you think oh you make a project you you do your research and then you present it but like there's so many components to it that it's just a lot to wrap your head around actually 
we're trying. I would have to say, like, I feel like I would not have been able to do this without the team. Uh, we planned our summer research expo when we didn't have the team, and I definitely struggled um, and did miss deadlines. Um, so I don't think I would have been able to meet those deadlines had I not had uh, really strong team members. So yeah, that's that's something that's really important as well. I remember that Sikdeep did so much work. I'm super proud of her and I'm super proud of this team because you're doing so many great things and I'm super excited to, to see how conference day looks like. Now, I feel like you guys, at least William, you touched upon like your best memories during Zoom sessions. Uh, do you want to talk about any like fun memories that happened? Um, sure. I think one thing that I remembered was um, I think it was just a couple of weeks ago. Um, we were talking after our meeting and then we really bonded over ITRs. So I'm not sure if everybody is, is, um, is aware, but ITRs for our program, at least we're all in the same program. So it's super stressful because you have to pick like a module to go into and there's tons of thought that you need to put into it. And we just all bonded over how funny it was and how it was coming up and how everybody was so stressed. and. I think Sikdeep and um, Benny, who is our VP, um, we, they definitely helped us out. Like I definitely was a little bit unsure, but after that, I felt a lot better about my ITR. I do have to say being on this team with Sikdeep and Benny, who is the VP of internal, um, it's hard to like talk to people in your program as a second year, like, and like stu students who've been through this in fourth year and being able to connect with them and just like, talk about everything in MedSci um, has been amazing. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I, I would have to say, I would have to say the, say the same thing. Um, I know like second year was really tough in, in MedSci for me. Um, and, and I know Benny agrees with me as well. So it's good to like help out like people who are going through it. And I, we try to, I mean, our meetings go, I think way longer than <laughs> we need um, to do our actual work, but I don't, wouldn't have it any other way. So it's, it's a really fun time to just have our weekly meetings. Oh, I love that. And I'm glad that you're both able to use the wisdom of Sikdeep and Benny to your advantage. I don't think it's as much wisdom. It, it's like more so don't do what we did. <laughs> yeah, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> that is the motto of our meetings. <laughs> love that. So um, what made you guys interested in being part of logistics? Yeah, so I was actually part of logistics last year as well, and I had a great time being on logistics and the event that we planned. And originally, why I wanted to be part of it, so we were transitioning from in-person to online events, so I really wanted to be kind of a part of that process and how that transition would look. And uh, we were really fortunate that all of us were like really creative-minded, and we wanted to have something different other than Zoom um, to have it have this event to emulate the real thing. So that's kind of why I wanted to be part of logistics specifically. I think same goes for me. Um, I was also on the team last year, um, but this year I wanted to join the team because I thought that we had um, a ton of opportunity to like expand on what we did last year. Um, because now that we're, we're like, we all know how to host an online event. Um, we can like expand our ideas. And I know that we had such a creative team. So 
we could think of such great ideas. And I think we have a couple of things planned that are really, really interesting and definitely unique. So I think that I definitely accomplished my goal in uh, joining the team. Yeah, for me, I'm like the newbie of the team. I just joined this year. And so when joining WSRC, I really didn't know like which team I wanted to be a part of. I was kind of like going back and forth between a couple. And, you know, I've always loved planning things. And um, so that kind of seemed like the natural go-to for logistics. And I am so glad I chose logistics and I was able to go into this team because, you know, you get to think of this conference as like your little baby and, you know, put all this work into it. And it's exciting, especially right now when it's getting so close that just to see everything that you've planned this entire year just come all together in one. So. Wonderful. Well, I'm glad you chose logistics too. And I guess if you could go back and tell yourself something, one thing from before you joined the committee, what would you say? I feel like something I would tell myself would be to be a little bit more confident in my ideas. Um, I think there's nothing off limits in logistic, which is something that we've learned. It really allows you to be really creative and do whatever you want. Um, and we are kind of at the forefront of um, uh, organizing the event in whatever way and whatever direction that we want it to go in. So definitely like even if an idea seems absurd, just to share it because, you know, we'll be as a team, we'll be able to make it a little bit more realistic in the way we can present it but like nothing is off off limit I think for me I would tell myself um to brace yourself for like a lot of work and stepping outside of your comfort zone um because a lot of the work that we did this year was um definitely nothing I've done um before so I think one of the examples I can think of is when we were choosing our platform we met with a bunch of a bunch of people from different companies a bunch of like company reps and um we had to like FaceTime, not FaceTime, call with them. We had to like meet with them and discuss things. And I thought it was like super cool and unique because I know like one of the guys was in like Spain. One of the guys was in like, like Southern California. And so it was very, um, definitely outside of my comfort zone, but definitely a good lesson and some good skills. I definitely gained some good, good skills from that. I would say kind of like confidence too, in the sense that, you know, going into this and being like the person who joined just this year I didn't really know much about the planning of WSRC and so definitely brace yourself as well and do things ahead of time rather than later I am a bit of a procrastinator too and so but being on the team I feel like we support each other in that really well so I'm glad to hear that and no idea is a bad idea and also Spain that is yeah. interesting <laughs> yeah it was, was cool. it was um I think it was for Oh, I don't remember what the platform was, um, but he was like, yeah, I'm in Spain, but like, I'm actually from London. And like, it was just like, it was really cool. We wanted to be like business executives. Um, we were like telling these companies to sell themselves uh, <laughs> to yeah. us, I guess. It was pretty cool. Oh my gosh, that's a great opportunity. And I'm glad you, you learned something from it. Alrighty, ending it off, what's the biggest takeaway you'd like everyone attending the conference to learn? 
Um, I think just appreciating multidisciplinary research, sometimes based on the field that you're in, you're really restricted to that type of uh, discipline and the research that goes on. I know that that was definitely something that I experienced in like first year, I only knew about science research and I didn't know about humanities or social sciences. And I, that's something I've learned um, in planning this event and being part of it. So, you know, appreciate all the different types of research and join like a poster presentation that you wouldn't have expected otherwise and just see um, how they conduct research and how that goes so yeah. I think um, for me I know that a lot of the time research can appear from the outside to be very difficult very complicated there's a ton of a ton of like random words that nobody knows what they mean but I think one of my I think one of the biggest takeaways I would hope that everybody has is that um, it's really not that hard to like get into research and kind of participate in this community. And I think through our workshops, our high school sessions and stuff like that, people will definitely be able to see that it's really not all that complicated. And once you once you start, it, it doesn't seem so hard at all. I would say um, keep an open mind going into this, like especially because it's multidisciplinary and also because research, like some of these presentations, like you read the title and you're like, what is that? Especially because you're not you're not just looking at ones from your field. So, you know, go out of your comfort zone a little. You look at some presentations that you really know nothing about and maybe you'll learn something new and go to a workshop and just keep an open mind about it. For sure. Yeah. Do you know the saying you learn something new every day? Mm -hmm. The extent will increase if you come to the conference. <laughs> <laughs> You'll learn like 10 things in a day. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you guys for coming and speaking about what the logistics team does and more about the conference. It was super exciting to see what we can expect this year. Does anyone have any last words they'd like to say? No, thank you so much for having us and giving us the chance to uh, talk about what we're doing and how we're uh, planning the conference. We're really excited to see everyone there and hopefully everyone um, is able to have a good experience with everything that's going on. And I know there will definitely be something there for some, like everyone. So, so if you want to sign up to attend,